It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money, Lebowski? Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Yes, it is time to line up. Welcome back. BetQL Daily. Joe O, Joe G. And uh, I love this part of the day here, Joe, because we get to look at the Major League Baseball card on a Friday. It is a full slate. And we're getting to that point of the season where it is definitely not early anymore. These games matter. These series matter. And we've got some good ones here, Joe. Let's kind of go through some of these and uh, hit as many as we can here. And this this hour, we're going to talk to Michael Beller as well, The Athletic. He is great on baseball. He'll join us in our next segment. As, uh, as we touch on some baseball for the weekend series that begin, or at least started last night, some begin tonight. Joe, let's, let's start in New York. The Yankees have been a weird story this year. The Yankees, back at home after a sweep of the Blue Jays, taking on the Oakland Athletics. Um, look, the Yankees have not been good. There's talk of selling in New York. I doubt they actually do that. And this is a series where Jamison Tyon's on the mound. He's been terrible for them. I think there's some value in the A's tonight. I'm glad you started here, Joe G. Wow. Uh, That's exactly where I'm going. We're going to start with some agreement on this Friday. I don't have an issue with that. You saw Jamison Tyon's last start. It was against Philly, right? Yeah, against Mm -hmm. the Phillies. That was the worst start of his career. Yeah, coming off the worst start of his career. The Yankees are favored. They're minus 134 favorites. And Oakland on a six-game winning streak with uh, Caprillion is – uh, plus 116 underdog that numbers come down a little bit some money on the Oakland side I agree with the market I agree with you I I don't understand why the Yankees are favored in this spot uh, aside from the fact that they have a huge fan base and uh, some of them are going to bet on them and some of them just hate life and they're going to bet against them every day and they want them to lose so everyone's fired yeah, that's for sure. And right now there's a lot of angry Yankee fans. So they are coming off a sweep, so at least a little bit in the right direction for the Yankees. The other series, this one started last night, Joe. Um, you were on this uh, series and this game from yesterday. The Chicago White Sox at the Houston yeah. Astros. I mean, th- this is a, a potential playoff preview here. Rodon on the mound has been outstanding. I mean, really, it, it's amazing. They non-tendered him. They bring him back. He's been amazing. Uh, he's on the mound against the Houston Astros. And you had mentioned earlier – the Astros do well against left-handed pitching. I agree, they do. The numbers bear it out. No, though no Alex Spregman in the lineup, I do think makes a difference with the Astros tonight. The majority of the Sox fan base was so mad that they brought back Rodon. This was a guy who was a third or fourth pick overall, high expectations, could never stay healthy. They were upset that they brought him back on a no-lose flyer deal and look what he's doing so far this season he's healthy and what do you know he's showing that he he does have that number one type of stuff uh last night the astros were big favorites that lineup gets to cease and today the uh, white Sox are slight favorites uh with rodon on the mound as you mentioned houston against lefties they dominate look at all the metrics it's either the white Sox or astros number one in the league against lefties these two teams are facing off a repeat of the 2005 World Series. And uh, with a lefty on the White Sox side, even though Rodon has been terrific this season, I've got to take a look at Houston plus 100 over at points. But uh, that's where I would go. And Luis Garcia has been pretty strong this season as well. Yeah, I'm with you again on this one. It just the Astros, I do worry about Bregman not being there in terms of their offense tonight against Rodon, but they're they're at home. And, uh, and Garcia is an underrated pitcher. And, and I, I think tonight 
uh, is a good night for the Astros. Joe, last night I was watching a little bit of the uh, the Brewers and the Rockies. Woodruff was pitching. I have him, you know, thinking about him in terms of Cy Young. We mentioned him yesterday. He did mm-hmm. not have a great game at Colorado. Colorado's been interesting because when they're at home, they don't strike out much. We know they hit better there. Uh, and they, they've kind of – they were the joke of that division to start the year. The Diamondbacks have passed them. It's like everyone forgot about the Rockies. Well, tonight Milwaukee tries to bounce back. Corbin Burns on the mound. Uh, Sendadella on the mound for the uh, the Rockies. But Burns has been just dominant this year, a strikeout monster. Can he do it at Coors Field? It's always a different kind of test. So in his last start, MLB didn't have the official memo out. However, Burns, the, uh, the RPMs and the spin rate have been down. We're talking about a uh, two-year low for him. He's on that list. There's another starter going tonight. Also on a two-year low with the spin rate. Uh, we'll get to that one in a few minutes. So this is one of the, I'm not sure that I'm going to bet on it, but it's one of the most intriguing matchups. Milwaukee heavy minus 184 favorites. And somehow the Rockies have reeled off four consecutive wins. Uh, the Burns K prop is set at seven and a half. And even though the spin rate is way down in his last start, he lasted only four innings against Pittsburgh, but he still got over that number of seven and a half. Uh, with eight Ks, uh, the over seven and a half is juiced way up. I'm not sure that I'm going to bet it. I would lean to Colorado. Not sure that I'm going to bet this game, but I can't wait to see uh, the kind of night that Burns has. Is he is he going to follow this? It, it certainly sounds like he has, and the spin right is, is way down. Is it even going to be more drastic tonight? Because we just get a couple more days of games before uh, they can start suspending people for ten games. For sure. I'm, I'm going to take the under on the Burns case tonight. Colorado does not strike out much at home. You mentioned the spin rate. And how about Garrett Cole a couple games ago? Cole has kind of become the poster boy of all this. He yep. only had four strikeouts in eight innings. He pitched relatively well. I mean, he found a different way to pitch and pitch effectively. But the strikeout numbers, that might be the big change here. Like some of these guys like Cole and maybe Burns might be able to get outs and figure it out. But maybe their profile changes a little bit here as time goes on. So that's, that's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burns at the Rockies. Let's move here, Joe, to the Mets. The Mets lean the NL East. They are in Washington. Joey Lucchese on the mound, the uh, left-handed pitcher. I, I've always thought he is hittable. That's when I when I watch him pitch. I think hittable. Washington better at home. Washington's hit better lately. It's weird to back the Nats because they have not been good this year. But I, I don't like the uh, the pitcher on the mound tonight for the Mets. Uh, yeah, and I, I understand why. And they were just a slight underdog. The Nationals have won their last four games. Uh, the one thing that really popped to me with this matchup against Fetty is uh, nobody expects any strikeouts in this game. The uh, K prop for both starters is four and a half, and it is way juiced to the under some spots, minus 175 to go under. Four and a half Ks. Uh, not something that I'm going to be betting on, but if I had to, I, I agree. I'd be inclined to ju- to jump on Washington here. Joe, NL East, the Braves, I know you said you're done with them, uh, but they're, they're still <laughs> hanging around here in the NL East trying to catch the Mets. They're hosting the Cardinals tonight, and, and yeah. there's two pitchers on the mound that neither I trust. Carlos Martinez, who I, I – it's been years since Carlos Martinez was very any good. And Max Fried, who I, I like but is not having his, his best year for the Braves. This to right. me, the first thing that jumps out to me is the over under total right now is nine and a half and you could get even odds. You can get plus 100 on uh, this thing going over nine and a half. The Braves have hit a lot, especially this week, the Cardinals uh, against a lefty with, you know, Goldschmidt and uh, Arenado. I, I, I like the over in this game. Uh, yeah, that's not a bad play at all. And any time that you can make a case for an over with the, with that Braves lineup, 
Okay. I'm willing to listen. And you're right. St. Louis against lefties. They're not elite. They're not White Sox Astros or even Orioles level two this year a little bit. Um, But they're top five, top six. So the Cardinals have hit lefties consistently freed. If we're going to point to some players that uh, are part of the reason that the Braves have not been as uh, as strong out of the gates as we all expected is freed was looked at as a guy that can be a a really good one or a two, and he just has not pitched to that level. So uh, I I could certainly see some runs being scored in this game. I've just been hesitant to jump on any overs uh, the way it's been played so far this season. Now I want to see a larger sample size, uh, once the rules start on Monday, I keep going back to this, but I, I think it's really impactful for betting. Oh, I think it is too. Well, the first, what, two weeks since the initial report came out uh, that they were going to start really cracking down, the numbers jumped. Uh, I think Buster Only of ESPN had the, the first numbers I saw. We're batting average in, in 12-day span went from like 236 to 247, which doesn't sound like much, but league-wide, if the, the batting average is jumping 11 points, that's significant. On-base jumps, slugging jumps. So I, I think this is going to create more offense here. And, Joe, I want to take us out west tonight. We mentioned the yeah. Diamondbacks earlier. They're home, so it's not as fun to bet against them. But Trevor <laughs> Bauer and the Dodgers go to Arizona tonight. And Bauer, I feel like he's always must-watch. Joe, I, I've been saying for a while, he, he, he is. And I, I know we both are old enough to remember Kurt Schilling and his, his career. But for the next generation, for those a little younger than us, I feel like – Trevor Bauer is the Kurt Schilling of this generation. He is outspoken. He is the, and I, I mean, Kurt Schilling, the pitcher, not, not the, you know, everything, everything. With post, Kurt post career. Yeah, post not, career I'm not going there, but just yeah. like he always says what's on his mind. And I, and I find it interesting and fun. And he's obviously a great pitcher, but he's the guy to watch because he's been the whistleblower on this yet. He's probably doing it himself. And his RPMs have been down. His spin rate's been down. I still think he could find a way to pitch effectively, though, even if he has to stop using whatever the heck he was using. We have two starters tonight on the list. The list of pitchers that uh, we're talking about, two-year low at at the very least, with the spin rate, Burns and Bauer. Uh, Cole and Bieber, watch out when those guys are out there. Same thing for Aroldis Chapman. Spin rate is way down uh, coming out of the Yankees' pen But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a fascinating matchup. They set the strikeout prop at 7.5, heavily juiced to the under. Joe, game by game all year, it's been 8.5, 9.5. So they're they're like, okay, let's let's watch this. Um, We'll go down to 7.5, and and we're going to juice the under. I think most people, public bettors, will jump in and say, it's Bauer. It's Bauer against Arizona. Give me the over 7.5 with some plus money. So the, the numbers on that will be interesting to watch throughout the day. Bauer, elite dude against Arizona. He's great. Last 71 at-bats. They're hitting only 169 against him, a 238 on base. Other side, the uh, lefty Caleb Smith. Smaller sample size, but he also he's done well against the Dodgers. It's it's not like they've been crushing lefties this season. Um, in uh, We're talking only 30 plate appearances, so it's a very small sample size. But uh, they're hitting 154 against him with a he has a 137 FIP. But I can't make a case for Arizona after losing their last 14 games. I get it; it's a plus 200 at most spots. But I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't wait to watch what happens. If anything, um, the K prop will be fun to watch with Bauer. Yeah, I I can't go against the Dodgers either. A couple things on this one. 
the Dodgers off yesterday and they really kind of mailed it in. I was watching the Phillies Dodgers on Wednesday night. They, they kind of played their B lineup and, and mailed in the day before an off day. I think the rest of the bullpens fully rested here for the Dodgers. So they will have whatever they want behind Bauer when he comes out of this game. I like them tonight. And with the Dodgers right now, they're missing Bellinger. They're missing Muncie. They're missing Seager. They're missing left-handed sluggers. And I think they're actually better set up to face a lefty right now than maybe a tough righty. So I like the Dodgers mm. tonight out West. Joe, a game I'll be watching tonight, the Philadelphia Phillies at the San Francisco Giants. The Giants just keep rolling. They're 19 games over 500. They can go to 20 over tonight. Phillies, though, do have a little advantage. They're coming off an off day. Giants played yesterday. Vince Velasquez, Johnny Cueto. It is um, (laughs) – listen, I I think there will be runs tonight. The over-under is eight and a half. And uh, you can get a pretty big number um, on the Giants if you want to bet them – Look, you could bet the Phillies plus one and a half, minus 180. So I think that leans a little bit Velasquez in the Phillies tonight. What's your read on this game? Because the Phillies are just abysmal on the road. Like that's that's been the storyline of the Phillies for a while now. Okay, that's some good insight because uh, the the first game that I gravitated towards was this this one here. And I, I wanted to get your reaction. Am I insane for looking at Philadelphia as a road dog Plus 112 at San Francisco. Giants winners of their last four. Uh, Cueto has not been good against your Phils. Last 119 at-bats. They're hitting 277, 363 on base, 900 OPS. And you look inside that Giants lineup with their history against Velasquez, not not too great. Brandon Belt, he's 0 for 10. Crawford, 2 for 11. And and I know we're at the tail end of his career, but uh, McCutcheon has four homers off Cueto. You're not crazy. I think there's value on the Phillies tonight. Now, trusting Vince Velasquez is is a crazy thing to do. I, we've been doing it here in Philadelphia for a long time. But you're right on the, on the matchups. And the Phillies coming off a day off. They could reset the bullpen off the day off. Meanwhile, the Giants have played, I think, their last day off. It might have been a, over a week ago. They've had, they had four games in three days in Washington, then four games in four days against Arizona. So they've played a lot uh, without a, a breather here. They're also using an opener in one of the rotation spots. So that throws the whole system of the bullpen off. I, I think there's value tonight with the Phillies on the road against the San Francisco Giants. It's, this is a great night of baseball, Joe. I'm excited for this. There's some underdogs that we like. I think I think we found some underdogs that, uh, that that could get you some plus money tonight. One more I wanted to throw out there. Not not the most exciting matchup. We just wanted to get your read here. Uh, Cleveland is not a heavy favorite at Pittsburgh. Pirates have lost their last 10. Indians, they've won four in a row. Chad Cool's been a below-replacement-level pitcher this year. He's 6.52 ERA, 6.51 FIP. And Mejia going for the Indians. Now, that 4.26 ERA doesn't get you excited. But if you look at the underlying metrics, like, okay, maybe it hasn't really been that bad. He has a 2.30 FIP. Uh, started out of the bullpen. He's been starting of late. Cleveland minus 133 against one of the worst teams in baseball. Should we look to the Cleveland side? Yeah, I think we should. The, the one thing about the Indians here is, is they lose the DH. And they don't have many bats anyway, so you take one good bat or one – you know, you put a pitcher in there, it hurts their offense even more. It's, it's not a great offense. But, like, the Pittsburgh Pirates are a bad baseball team, and the Indians are in a race here. I, I do think there's some value. You would think it would be a bigger number. Just all like, – Right. You, you, that's what I first thought, too. Like, man – they should be favored by more in this game. I think there's some value there. So we find some value in some underdogs. We find some value in Cleveland. And on the other side, we're going to talk to Michael Beller, 
of The Athletic. He knows his baseball. He knows betting is baseball. He's going to give us his thoughts on the weekend, on these games, and maybe even some futures here as we uh, we get closer to the midway point of the baseball season. Michael Beller next. Listen to BetQL Daily. Joe G, Joe O, right here on the BetQL Network.